from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. America, everybody. How you doing today? Is Friday. We finally made it, ladies and gentlemen. It is Friday, Friday, March 5th, year of our Lord, 2021. And I just want to thank you so very much for joining in on today's show and every day, really, twice a day. I mean, that's commitment right there. That is commitment to join in and give two hours of your day to not only watch but share and talk and, con- and, and, and have conversation and dialogue. And uh, it's just, it's, it's truly amazing uh, to be part of this show with you guys. And I just thank you so very much. Uh, as we do every day here on Live from America, we give live shout outs to those who are watching live on YouTube. Very shortly, we will not only be live on YouTube, but we will also be live on Rumble and Vimeo and Twitch as well. Um, I see that coming in the very near future. I wanted to already have that set up. But it is coming. So, Debbie Kopp from Florida. How you doing? Vicki Pitsley. Andrea Quinn. How you doing? Newsmat question last night if it's really Joe Biden. I heard that. Jamie Hall, fellow Arizona peep in the house, she says. Uh, Diana Moore from Ohio. Josephine uh, Chiaramonte. Uh, hopefully I said that right, Chiara Monti. Don Bozert, good to see you. Ted Ryan from West Virginia. How you doing, man? We got uh, Frank Weeks. From Louisiana, hold on one second here. I just wanna just wanna do something real quick. Okay, Frank Weeks from Louisiana. How you doing, Brendan Nichols from Ohio? Ohio, how are you, Faye Jefferies? She says, any other bills to mention? Well, we're gonna be talking about a little bit about HR to mention today. In Michigan, somebody just said it was their happy birthday. I don't, I didn't see who the name was, but happy birthday to you, Rachel Hawley, Bob Dodge from Langston, New Hampshire, a fellow New Hampshireite. Bob Dodge, how you doing? I appreciate you joining in tonight. Chris Hollis from Erie, Pennsylvania. I know Erie well. I've spent my my home state of Illinois. We have Darlene L from Nuisance, California. I want to shout out everybody who will listen later on the podcast as well. Uh, Kathy Anderson and Sheila Russo. I want to see, let's see, I want to give a couple more here. Don Ricardo from New Jersey. Lisa McGuire from Florida. Jen Enters from Alaska. Wow, that's far away. Thank you for joining in. I appreciate that, Jen. And Deborah Yoakum. One more, Diana uh, Garofalo. Diana Garofalo. Man, sometimes I think I get these last names right, and sometimes I don't know. (laughs) So, welcome to Live from America, you guys. We made it through another week. Smash that like button. There's about 900 of you watching. If you can all just hit that little thumbs up button, and I would appreciate it if all of you could at least share to one platform, whether it be to your Facebook pages, whether it be to your Telegram pages, or whether it be to friends and just uh, through text message, because you can copy the link and send the link out. It helps get the word out. It helps spread the message. And this is how we fight censorship. It's the only way to fight censorship, ladies and gentlemen, the only way. And then we have, of course, the 
growth that God gives us uh, on his timing and uh, at his will too. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Marco, shout out to you. I appreciate the shout out back from you. And Melinda uh, said shared. I appreciate that. The shares are huge. The likes are huge. And that's how we get it all out. Um, we're, we're experiencing a massive growth in the next couple weeks, guys. We got new hosts coming in. We're going to be on new platforms. I'm going to pick up the new computer tomorrow afternoon, so I can't wait for that. And we're just going to experience some growth. And I'm excited to do that with you, and I appreciate your help. Uh, I will be answering emails today. I'll be trying to catch up on more emails. And I urge you to go to JeremyHerald.com and sign up for the newsletter if you have not already. And I urge you to check your spam folder if you've signed up and you're not getting any of the newsletter. Amanda said, I share it on Facebook, Instagram, and Telegram. That a girl. You get a star of the day. (laughs) All right. So, guys, today... We are going to be um, reading from the verse of the day today is actually something that I sent out this morning on on the uh, the newsletter. And really what this verse of the day is centered around, guys, is to be different. We have a calling to be different. God built us all very unique. He built you a very specific way to do a very specific thing. And he gave you very specific skills. We are to be different. Okay, that is our that is our entire uh, uh, reason for 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 being here, being Christians and following God is to be different from the norm of the world. So the, the, uh, and and this is something that we studied last night in our family um, our family Bible study. We started to do this at seven o'clock every night now, and it's truly opened my eyes up and helped me learn so much more. We have five kids. Uh, the little one, the little tyke is in bed by that time, but the other four, uh, we all sit together and we do this, okay? So, the morning verse was from Romans 12, 2, and it says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Also, Romans eight twenty nine, which states, For those whom he foreknew, he predestined to be conformed to the image of his son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. So there's a theme here, guys. As as followers of Jesus Christ, we are not called to look or act weird, but we are called to rise above, ladies and gentlemen. We are called to rise above the norm and live life that glorifies Christ Jesus. Others may not like it. I have friends who didn't like that. You know, I myself didn't even want to do it. And others may not like it, but that's just the way it is. They might not understand it. That's just the way it is. But when we are determined to live our lives for God, we will be different. In what ways should this calling play out in your life? And also, in what ways should people see Christ in you? We're made to be different We're made to go against the grain of this earth and of this flesh. So be the light that shines. Set an example by showing people rather than by telling people. All acts of kindness and compassion please God. So pray for him to show you what you can do to help somebody be more like Christ Jesus. So that is the morning uh, verse of the day. And uh, let's move right into the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, 
but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Can I get an amen? If you guys if you guys type amen, then please also hit that little thumbs up button. We got about 1,800 people watching, so we should have about 1,800 likes. Amen? Amen. Okay, guys. We're going to get right into it here. We got a lot to discuss. We got a lot to go over. I see amen being typed everywhere. And uh, uh, first, ladies and gentlemen, before we even talk about the first and foremost section, today is day 57 of military occupation in our nation's capital. Last night, I posted something on Telegram that a lot of people got confused. I wasn't saying that the military was in charge. I wasn't following that narrative. I wasn't flip-flopping. What I meant when I said that was that this is day 57 of military occupation controlling our streets of Washington, D.C. Our nation's capital has been under a military occupation since the day that resident Biden has went into office, which is January 20th. Today marks day 57 of that military occupation. It is not normal. It is not right. It is not justified. And in my eyes, it is not legal. This is a government for the people and by the people. This is not a government of, 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 of tyranny and of dictators and a totalitarian uh, way of life. This isn't how we do things here. This is ridiculous. Let these people go home. Stop pretending there's a problem. Stop pretending that there's some kind of insurrection. Because the only insurrection came from the left for the last four years with that Russian narrative hoax that we had to deal with, which allowed them to spy illegally on President Trump, which allowed them to have justification to go out in the streets and hurt people, murder people, destroy businesses, destroy everybody's uh, way of life, destroy peace. And this has just been, that is the real insurrection, ladies and gentlemen. That is the real insurrection. Um, somebody said, please block Clem Dog. I'm not going to block Clem Dog. He's just, you know, Clem Dog, we've talked about him before. And uh, I just want to bless him. He's not a bad guy. He really isn't. He's just unwilling to say think that anybody else has a view uh, or a relationship with Jesus outside the one he has. So a big shout out to you, Clem Dog. You know I love you, buddy. But you know what? You got to ease up a little bit. You got to ease up a little bit, man. All right? Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just reading some of your comments here. Uh, Clem Dead says, block me. Hilarious. I'm not going to block you, buddy. I'm never going to block you. You just got to chill out a little bit. All right? If you're going to be here, you got to be, be respectful. Okay? He says, not going to. Okay. Well, that's your, no, your prerogative. Anyway, first and foremost, today, Donald Trump put out a statement last night. And he not only put out a statement, which I'm going to read to you, but he also put out an endorsement. And that endorsement was of uh, Senator John Kennedy. Now, before we get to the endorsement, I do want to read to you the statement that was put out by President Donald J. Trump, the 45th president and the rightful president, in my opinion, and I'm sure in all of your opinion as well, um, (laughs) of the United States of America. And he says, Karl Rove has been losing for years, except for himself, he's a rhino of the highest order who came to the Oval Office lobbying for 5G for him and a group. After a lengthy discussion with Rove and Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, I said no, they're not qualified. Our nation can do much better. On election evening, November 3rd, at 10.30 p.m., Rove called to congratulate me on a great win. I said thank you, Carl, only to watch the rigged election take its final form. 
Carl Rove, voice on Fox. Carl Rove's voice on Fox is always negative for those who know how to win. He certainly hasn't helped Fox in the ratings department, has he? Question mark. Never had much of a feeling for Carl. In that, I, dis- I, I disagreed with so many of the things he says. He's a pompous fool with bad advice and always has an agenda. He ran the campaign for senators in Georgia and did a rotten job with bad ads and concepts. Should have been an easy win, but he and his friend Mitch, B- Mitch McChina he's talking about, blew it with their $600 versus $2,000 proposal. Carl would be much more... Uh, would be much more at home at the disastrous Lincoln Project. Ooh, a place full of pedophiles, by the way. A place full of pedophiles. He says he would be much more at home at the disastrous Lincoln Project. I heard they have numerous openings. (laughs) This guy is classic. He really is. Classic Trump. If the Republican Party is going to be successful, they're going to have to stop dealing with the likes of Karl Rove and just let him float away or retire. Like... (laughs) (laughs) Like little Bob Corker or Jeff Flaky Flake (laughs) and others like Toomey of Pennsylvania who will soon follow. Let's see what happens to Liz Cheney in Wyoming. Then he further goes on to say, if it weren't for me, the House would have lost 25 seats instead of gaining 15. It was a shock to everyone and almost cost Pelosi her speaker position. Likewise, eight to ten senators would have lost their position, including Karl Rove's friend Mitch, our wonderful leader who would who would rather spend his time fighting me than Pelosi, Schumer, and Sleepy Joe. In the last year <laughs> This guy, I'm telling you, man, this guy, I am not done with him yet. I am ready for more President Trump. I'm ready for another four years. I mean I'm just the guy is the guy is classic. All right, moving on. He says, in the last uh, year's congressional primaries, 120 of the 122 candidates, I endorsed one. That, that, ladies and gentlemen, is success. He then goes on to say, and the two that lost were beaten by people claiming to be more Trump than their opponent. In the Senate, I was undefeated in primary endorsements with a record of 21 and 0, and close to that in the general election. 31 million people listened to my CPAC speech online, and it had among the largest television audience of the week, even though it was on cable at 4 p.m. on a Sunday afternoon. (laughs) He knows how to get those digs in, doesn't he? Carl Rove is all talk and no action. Next time, Carl, save your election night phone call and keep doing a great job for the Democrats. Fox should get rid of Carl Rove and his ridiculous whiteboard as soon as possible. Isn't this man incredible? Isn't this man incredible? Hold on. I have a phone call, and this might be Lynn Wood. Let's see here. Hello, Jeremy. Oh, hey, how you doing? Hey, uh, can I call you back? I'm live on air right now. All right, thanks, buddy. See you later. So I'm expecting a call from Lynn Wood because I've got um, some some folks here have helped me get in contact with people uh, who are going to get Lynn Wood on the show, hopefully. And he's got my information, and he's supposed to be calling. So every number that calls that I don't that I don't recognize, I think it might be him. That was not him. So you know, I just had to answer it just in case. Um, but that statement by President Trump right there is the exact reason why we are not finished with President Donald J. Trump. We are not finished with that guy. He is amazing. He is funny. He's, he, he has the same uh, personality that we have. He understands thing, things at a level like we understand things. Even being, a, uh, even being a billionaire. Even being a billionaire, he understands things at our level. 
And that's what I love about that guy. And that's what I loved about that. When I read that, I was like, oh, man, classic Donald Trump. Now, he also put out an endorsement, and that endorsement was for Senator John Kennedy. And that, and that endorsement said, uh, Senator John Kennedy of the great state of Louisiana is a spectacular senator and person. He is a tireless advocate for the people of his state and stands strongly with the forgotten men and women of our country, strong on energy independence, the military, our great vets, and the border. John has my complete and total endorsement. And that's great, guys. That is great. John Kennedy is great. He is awesome. And he does deserve President Donald J. Trump's endorsement. Now, that is the first time that we have saw uh, two statements or, or, or two anything in the same day from President Trump in a long, long time. So I'm, I'm very happy to see him starting to get more active. You can see the wheels turning. And I'm going to tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, that guy's running for president again. I'm calling it right now. I don't care what his age looks like. All right. I don't care. I, I don't care what he, how, if he, if you think he, he needs to ride off into the sunset and retire, that guy is full of energy. He, he's full of spunk and he's coming back he, right there. 45 twice. He's coming back. Ladies and gentlemen. He is coming back. You can get this on the store, by the way, here on my on my website. Um, isn't Trump 50? Yeah, let's call him 50. <laughs> let's call him 50. All right. Uh, well, we're going to segue from great people to not so great people. Michelle Obama. Ladies and gentlemen, Michelle Obama is demanding. She is demanding that the Senate votes for HR1. Demanding. Uh, Michelle Obama, you have no political capital. The only thing that you and your husband are, are shadow government, well, that's actually, it's, it's quite a lot, but you're shadow government creatures. You are the ones pulling the handstrings, and this is Obama's third term. However, Michelle, you don't have any political capital with the rest of the country. Nobody cares about you. Nobody really likes you. They didn't like you when you were the, 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 uh, the uh, first lady, the only ones who did like you was the, the media. But the actual world, the working class people of the world, they didn't like you. You forced your agenda on them by withholding school funds. You let people pee and go to the bathroom in, in, in bathrooms that they shouldn't have been going in or else you were going to withhold school funds. Remember that? You were going to withhold money from children if they didn't do what you wanted them to do. Again, just like I said on yesterday's show, the children of this country are the, are the left's last um, uh, priority. They don't care. They don't. They don't care, but they're not priority to the left when the children are our future. So Michelle comes out and she urges and demands that the Senate vote for and pass H.R. 1. Now, I wrote something yesterday that I did not talk about in yesterday's show. And I've been wanting to break this bill down for you piece by piece as much as I could. All right. Something in H.R. 1 that I did not go over yesterday and that you may not know. So I'm going to break it down for you right now. Inside the bill... Is a, is a way to fatten politicians' pockets. What do I mean by that? Well, inside this H.R. 1 bill that would federalize the elections and take it away from the states, which means no electoral college, no slates of electors, no, the states don't get to decide on their own. Inside this bill, they want to make, <laughs> they want to publicly match with taxpayer money. They want to publicly match donations to candidates. Meaning that if you donate $200 to a candidate, that candidate 
ends up getting another $1,200 in taxpayer funds. Basically a taxpayer contribution. So how would they pay for that? Well, they plan on taking fines, federal fines, and uh, uh, that they would they would levy on businesses for regulations and other weird, weird ways of coming up with it. But it would be basically by taking more money from the people and from companies in the United States by over-regulating. And what they would do is they would find these folks who do not meet these regulations and they would take that money and that money would then sit in an account. So when you donate to a candidate, because Democrats always get more money by far than conservatives, this would fatten their pockets so big, it would increase their donations five times. So if you donated, I mean, excuse me, six times, if you donate $200, $1,200, six times what you donated, gets uh, taken out of this fund and gets given to that candidate, which means they get a total of $1,400. Now think about that in millions. Think about that. This is just a way for them to fatten their pockets, make more money, get more donations, buy more airtime, and destroy this country further. Not anybody's talking about that. That's disgusting. That's the mob. Somebody said that's the mafia. That's exactly what that is. That's racketeering and extortion. That's exactly what that is. So you don't meet. So what happens is, ladies and gentlemen, it's a domino effect. It's a massive domino effect, meaning that in order for them to have endless amounts of money, they got to overregulate. In order for them to overregulate, they get more. They can find people more. They would destroy small businesses to medium businesses. Large businesses, too. They would destroy growth in this country. They would destroy everything. And meanwhile, they get more money. So six times what you donate would be the amount that would be matched by the federal government via fines and money that they, more money that they are taking from you, the taxpayer, to fund politicians and their ways of life. So there's a little bit more about H.R. 1. Now, it's not going to go anywhere, folks. I'm calling it right now. It's not going anywhere. As long as Republicans stand firm, and I believe that even Joe Manchin and Kristen Cimina are not going to go for it. You may have two Democrats deflect. You might have three Democrats deflect, matter of fact. But as long as Republicans stay the course and stay to party lines, like the Democrats always do, there's no way this is going through because you need 60 votes. You need 60 votes. It's never going to happen. So don't worry about it as long as the Senate holds true. Now, what can you do? Keep calling your senators. I called Senator Maggie, Maggie Hassan yesterday. I called her as a resident of Claremont. And I also called her as a member of the media twice and got two different answers. They direct members of the media to one email and they direct residents of the state to another email. Aren't we all the same? Aren't we all the same? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, so I'm going to give the first dum-dum award uh, of the day to Michelle Obama, okay? I got a second dum-dum award to give today. The second dum-dum award today goes to Eric Fartwell Swalwell. Now, I didn't understand why you guys were calling him Fartwell the other day until you reminded me that he actually farted on air, so I told my kids about that. My kids died laughing. 
So, Michelle Obama, you get the first Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Eric Fartwell Swalwell gets the second Dumb Dumb Award of the day. And the reason why this Dumb Dumb gets the award today is because he has now joined three other Democrats in a lawsuit to sue President Donald J. Trump, to sue Don Jr., and to sue Rudy Giuliani. The reason of this lawsuit is because of the insurrection or the Capitol breach that happened on January 6th. Here's the problem. You have no standing, Eric Swalwell. Nothing happened to you. You have no damages, Eric Fartwell. Nothing happened to you. So you have no standing. You have no damages. And so what would you be suing him for? You don't own the Capitol building. We do. We do. He was found not guilty by the Senate. That's us. You have no damages. Your home was not damaged. Your life was not damaged. So if we're going to sue somebody, shouldn't we sue you, Eric Fartwell, for giving classified information to a Chinese spy named Fang Fang that you were having sexual intercourse with for many, many years? Shouldn't we be doing that? Shouldn't you be the one who gets a lawsuit? for damaging us by giving our classified information to a uh, to a threat, which happens to be the CCP, doesn't that, ladies and gentlemen, doesn't that constitute a lawsuit? Now, somebody said 51, not 60. That's not true. You're going to need 60. You need 60 votes in order for HR1 to pass. You don't need a majority to, to, to win this. That's not the way this, that's not the way it works. Um, it works different in the Senate than it does the House. You don't need just a simple majority in the Senate. You need 60 votes. Never going to happen. Okay? So, Eric Fartwell, you get the second dumb, dumb award of the day, and we should be suing you in a class action lawsuit for putting every one of our lives, we actually have standing, and there are damages that are going to be done to us because of the classified information that you gave willingly through sexual advancements from Fang Fang, who happened to be a Chinese spy working for the CCP. So this is just political theater. This is just political theater, ladies and gentlemen. This is just more ways to try to drag President Donald J. Trump's name through the mud. Meanwhile, what you're really doing is making him more popular. You're really making more Americans see the error of their ways, and you're really making him a martyr, much like you did in the second failed impeachment trial. Dum, da, dum, 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 dum award of the day. Um, guys, if we can get this video to 3,500 live viewers, and if we can get tonight's video to 3,500 live viewers, then we can hit a milestone today. And what do I mean by that? Well, if we can get to those numbers with both videos, we will hit 1 million views on YouTube in one month. That means since leaving Facebook, since being evicted from that, from that cesspool over there and coming over to here, um, we almost, we're almost at 1 million views in one month. That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. I, I thank lo the Lord in heaven for, for, for giving me this kind of a platform and having you guys send and share this out. So if we can get to 3,500 for both videos, we will reach 1 million views by the end of today. Now, if we don't get there, we don't get there. It's still a very successful milestone, and that is all because of you guys. One million in one month. Thank you very much. That means that we'd be on track to do 12 million a year. 
right here on YouTube, and who knows where else? I mean, we're, once we start going live on on Rumble and Twitch and and Vimeo as well, who knows? We could get we could get uh, twelve million. 12 million a month rather than 12 million a year. So thank you guys for all your help, okay? All right, moving on. Governor Andrew Cuomo, failed Governor Andrew Cuomo, who in my opinion is guilty of manslaughter or at least at least manslaughter, probably more, guys. Um, he's in a lot more trouble than he thought and he's in a lot more trouble than we thought. Now, these sexual allegations that are coming forward, this is just a way for him to take the lesser of two evils. This is a way that the Democrats are... This is why they're all jumping on it, ladies and gentlemen. You see all these Democrats turning on him? It isn't because they actually want him gone. It isn't because they actually feel that he did something wrong and they don't want him in his seat no more. No, no, no. It's because they're protecting him. This is a way for them to all come together and protect him by giving him an easier charge to cop out to and cover what really is happening. That's the real story here, ladies and gentlemen. That's what nobody wants to say. This is just a calculated effort by the left to make sure that he doesn't go down and go to prison for the for for at least manslaughter but possibly murder knowing that he put these people in these nursing homes. But here's the worst part guys, it wasn't just underreported deaths as we first thought it was. Now we find out that it was actually doctored reports, changed, rewritten. So they were getting the numbers and then he was ordering people on his staff to change those numbers, to doctor them, and to rewrite them to make it look like it wasn't as bad as it was. Now, there's many, many, many things going on here at once, guys, because you had President Trump send an entire ship to New York that they didn't use. They could have used it. They could have used it for these vulnerable elderly in these nursing homes. But Andrew Cuomo decided not to at the, at the direction of Nancy Pelosi and the higher-ups in the left. Why? Because it would have given a political win for President Donald J. Trump. Now, you and I don't look at it as a political win. You and I look at it as you're keeping people alive, and there's we keep politics out of it when it comes to stuff like this. But the problem with the left is they can't keep politics out of anything. When they eat supper at night, it's politics. When they go to the bathroom, it's politics. When they breathe air, it's politics. That's the difference between the left and the right. We know when to shut it off and, 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 and put our human values forward. They don't. So the only reason that ship wasn't used and they were sticking them in nursing homes was to, so to, to, to not give President Trump what they thought would be a political win when he was just trying to help people out. So what did they do when the time came? They took the evidence, doctored the evidence, rewrote, and then not only underreported, but gave those reports. So the underreporting and the, and the doctored evidence was all in one, guys. That's a felony. That is a felony. That is multiple felonies of the highest degree. And what was the ultimate outcome? People lost their loved ones without even being able to say goodbye. That is what is really going on here. So let's not look at the, I mean, let's obviously look at the sexual allegations, but who knows if they're even true at this point. Should we believe all women? That's what the left says. Well, we should definitely look into everything. We shouldn't just believe people because they say it. We should definitely look into everything. But you notice how that's dominating the news right now? You notice how even CNN is covering it? 
CNN is covering it. MSDNC is covering it. The mainstream fake news media is covering the sexual allegations, but they're not covering the nursing home deaths. If you want to, if you want to hear a story about the nursing home deaths, you got to watch America's Voice News or OAN. Hardly anybody else is talking about it. Newsmax might be, but I don't watch Newsmax, so I don't know. But that's what's really going on here, guys. So they're trying to create a scenario for him to take the lesser of two evils. He won't survive either one. But what he should be answering for is the doctored evidence. The doctored, rewritten evidence of how many people actually died and why they were sent to these nursing homes. You're not going to hear that kind of truth everywhere else. So every, I've, I've actually gotten emails of people saying, why do you keep harping on the Cuomo thing? Why? Because it's exactly what the left does to us. It's exactly what the left did to President Trump every hour of every day for four years. This is why we keep harping on it. And ultimately, because he deserves it. He deserves justice. He deserves justice. That's why. Because killing people or putting people in harm's way on purpose just to give a guy, uh, just to not give a guy a political win is wrong. The wages of sin is death. And he's earned his wages. That's why we keep harping on it. All right, guys. Ferguson, Missouri. Ferguson, Missouri organizers are now demanding $20 million from BLM, Black Lives Matter, the self-proclaimed Marxist organization, Marxist group, who wants to destroy the family nucleus. Mom, dad, children, supper table, church, school. That's what they don't want. Go to their website. I broke a story two years ago about where the, um, uh, where the funds were going. Where If you donate to, uh, to Black Lives Matter, it went to Act Blue. When Act Blue facilitates all the donations for Democratic candidates, I told you long ago that Black Lives Matter, when it first started, the idea was actually a very legitimate, they had legitimate reasons, and they were very concerned about the cop, not all cops, but the cops who targeted minorities and treated them differently. When Black Lives Matter first started, it was before Ferguson, Missouri. Once Ferguson, Missouri happened, Democrats and the Democratic arm took over the Black Lives Matter movement. And they saw it as a way for them to further divide, cause racial, um, uh, racial division, and, 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 and raise a lot of money and hurt President Donald Trump. So the Democrats actually took over the Black Lives Matter movement and, uh, when Ferguson, Missouri happened all those years ago. And now the organizers for the Ferguson, Missouri um, a fiasco that happened at that time are demanding that BLM give them $20 million because they feel that $20 million is what they used their name to raise. And you know what? I don't disagree. This is one area when it comes to the BLM movement and what happened and how they were taken over, targeted, and then used. This is one area where I agree with those organizers in Ferguson. Because they were used, they were hijacked, they were destroyed, their movement was actually moved, uh, 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 destroyed and, and twisted, and the, and the actual narrative of what was really going on was then used by the Democratic Party to raise money, to cause racial divide, and to hurt President Trump. Boom. 
That's your truth of the day right there, guys. So, um, moving back to, I just wanted to, I wanted to kick that, that story in real quick. Moving back to uh, Andrew Cuomo, New York Democratic Senate Majority Leader, Andrea Stewart-Cousins. Her name is Andrea Stewart-Cousins. She said that if failed Governor Cuomo uh, has one more sexual assault or sexual harassment person come forward, then he should definitely resign. Wait, what? So you're telling me that the first three don't matter, but if he has one more come forward, he should definitely uh, resign? That's what you're saying? You're saying if one more comes forward, he should definitely resign. So that lets you know that definitely one more is going to come forward. They're going to make sure one more comes forward. Why? Because it's the entire narrative of protecting him from what he actually did wrong. So the fact that, that, this, that this Democratic leader of the Senate comes out and says in, in New York and says, if one more comes forward, you should resign. What about the first three? Do they not matter? Dumb, da dum dum dumb. <laughs> um, we got more news. This is going to be a longer show than usual. But at this point, I'd like to talk to you guys quickly about the Freedom Fan app. You can go to your app store on Google right now and download Freedom Fan. If you type in Freedom Fan, you'll find it. If you can't find it, just go to freedomfan.com, click the Google icon, and it'll take you right to it. The app is, if you want the app, it's $1.99. Desktop remains free. Uh, but that is to go to, to help against the, uh, the big tech, going against big tech and the possibility of being shut down on apps, uh, app stores and stuff like that so they can build a replica uh, on different servers and they learned from Parler. This is the great thing about Freedom Fan is they learned from the mistakes that happened and they're ready for them. So if you do want the app, definitely go download the app. I'm there. Look for me. I'm live from America. It's, a, it's awesome. It's, it's in its infancy. Um, of course, it's got a lot of growth to do, but check it out. If you don't want to pay the $1.99, then use the desktop for free. But it is out now and iOS, which is Apple, will come hopefully in about a week. I don't know the date and I don't think they know the date because working in the tech world, that's the way it is. But I do want to let you know that Freedom Fan is out on Android. Check it out. Um, and if there's anything that you want, if you have any suggestions, go to the Freedom Fan page. And they also have a page over on Facebook and give suggestions. I know they're always looking to improve and your suggestions are what they want to hear. Okay, so check that out. It's wicked awesome. And that's how we say it in New Hampshire. Wicked awesome. All right. <laughs> Um, I want to move to Senator Ron Johnson. Senator Ron Johnson forced the Senate yesterday to actually read the massive 628-page stimulus bill. It was expected to take 10 hours to read. And hour after hour after hour after hour, they read this bill. And that's the way it should be. We live in a world now of, remember when Nancy Pelosi said, we don't care what's in it, just pass it. Remember Obama's bill? Oh, we don't care what's in it, just pass it. So we live in a world now where we don't even read bills, we just pat, we vote on them. We should read bills. I don't care if they're 6,000 pages long. And why is a bill 628 pages long anyway? The entire framework of our country, the entire framework of the Constitution and the Bill of Rights was literally written on a couple pieces of paper. Why do we have 601,000 page bills I'll tell you why, because they're filled with things that you should not know about, that they feel that you should not know about, and, they, and things that they want you to, to just not even worry about so that they can make money and they can fill their pockets and buy $12,000 ice cream. So Senator Ron Johnson, awesome dude, awesome dude, and, 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 and to force them to read 628 pages, 
Boom. Somebody said, Jeremy, how do we order your music? All you got to do is go on my website and uh, click the music section, and it'll take you to all my music. You can get it anywhere. You can get it on any download or streaming site, and you'll be able to buy a physical hard copy of the CD next month on my store. But you can get it anywhere. You can even listen to it for free on Pandora or YouTube or anywhere. So just type in Jeremy Harrell or the Hip Hop Patriot, and all of it will come up, okay? My new song, Rebirth of America, is probably my favorite. All right, a little bit more uh, news here. Actually, ladies and gentlemen, I want to give another Dumb Dumb Award of the Day today. And I'm going to play you something. And I'll play it nice and loud so you can hear this. But this is ramblings. Oh, this is terrible. This is ramblings from Speaker Pelosi. Speaker Stretchface Armstrong herself. Okay? Yesterday, she was introducing President Biden on a Zoom call. And she said some really weird things. Now, she is 80. But I believe she's experiencing some, co- some cognitive decline of her own. When you hear this, you're going to go, what? It was really odd. It was really weird. Some of you might have already heard it. But just in case, let me play it for you. It's bad. Here we go. Oh, brace yourselves. Sit down, okay? And afterward, after the luncheon was over, I took them for candy. Don't tell their mom. I took them for candy at a place still in, in New York. Well, they have sort of like swinging doors. You have to get through the doors at uh, uh, one part of the store to the next. So here they are, Pace is packed and jam. These kids are making all this noise over there on the side. And all of a sudden, I hear them pronounce, in order to open these doors, we do not say open sesame. We say open Biden. That's our magic word. <laughs> Open Biden. I love it. Now more than ever, we need a battle-tested, forward-looking leader who will fight for the people, a president with the values, experience, and the strategic thinking to bring our nation together and to build a better, fairer world for our children. As president, he is taking us to new heights of inclusion in the success of America. President Biden is a leader who is the personification of hope and courage, values, authenticity, and integrity. Joe Biden is president, as president, and with Democratic majorities in the House and Senate, we will deliver bold progress for the people. And now it is my privilege to present the 45th president of the United States, as my children, grandchildren would say, Open Biden. <laughs> First of all, Nancy, slow down on the afternoon martinis, okay? Slow down on the afternoon martinis. Second of all, slow down on the Botox, all right? It, it's not a good look at 80 years old. Thirdly, he's not the 45th president of the United it's my great honor to be the president, 45th president President Trump is the 45th president of the United States. Okay? Not Joe Biden. Not Joe Biden. Rightfully, he's not even the 46th president of the United States. Open Biden. Ugh. Dum da dum dum dum. <laughs> oh man, 
I don't know. That's terrible. Uh, moving on. There's a couple more <laughs> pieces of news for you. Crude oil today. Crude oil is now uh, has topped $69 a barrel. That has not happened since early 2019. It has been two years since crude oil topped $69 a barrel. We were energy dependent. We were the largest producers of oil in the world and natural gas in the world under the 45th president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And now, under this democratic rule, everything is more expensive. Nothing is affordable. Everybody's laughing at us. We're a joke. The guy can't speak. People's lives are being destroyed. Over a million jobs lost. Hundreds of thousands of people have died of COVID, apparently, since Joe Biden has, has taken his residency. Oh. Gas prices are going up, guys. I know all. I know a lot of you actually took pictures of the gas prices when President Trump uh, on his last day, and uh, so you could compare them uh, back, uh, you know, four years from now. And all they're doing is doing this. So if you can uh, pre-buy uh, oil, heating oil, uh, with your companies, you probably you probably should pre-buy now. Okay. Um, now we're going to end the show with something very odd. This is very odd, but it will tell you exactly the kind of audience. That Newsmax has. Newsmax put out a poll yesterday. And this poll was. If President Donald J. Trump. Was to not run for president. In 2024. Who would be your likely choice. To vote. For president. Of the United States of America. Who would you want to vote. For the president of the United States of America. If in a hypothetical world. Donald J. Trump and all of his energy and charisma doesn't run. This is going to blow your mind. This was a poll put out by Newsmax yesterday. Okay? Yep, I hear you, man. Trump won. I feel the same way. I feel the same way. Actually, we know he did. But this is going to surprise you. So, not a surprise, Ron DeSantis was number one. Okay? And I agree Pompeo should be right up there too. But Ron DeSantis, not, not surprisingly, was number one. But there was a tie. Do you know who else was number one? We were talking about this the other day. I asked you who you thought would be the leader of the party if President Trump decided not to run. But this is a poll from Newsmax. I'm about to blow your mind. Newsmax audience voted for Ron DeSantis, number one. And they also voted for somebody else who tied. And it was Mike Pence. Yep, Newsmax audience voted in their poll and voted Mike Pence and Ron DeSantis for a tie. Now, if that doesn't go to tell you the audience that Newsmax actually has, then I don't know what to tell you. I saw that, I read that, I vetted that. I made sure it was real. And then I almost threw up in my mouth just a little bit. I could not believe that Mike Pence would even be on the list. And then I started thinking about it deeper. I started thinking about, well, who did the poll? Who answered the poll? And the poll was from Newsmax. And Newsmax audience were the ones that voted in it. So you tell me, 
How is that even possible? Mike Pence has zero political capital. He will never win dog catcher, let alone any kind of elected office ever again on a state or a national level. The world is so mad at him right now for what he did not do, not what he did do, what he did not do. And I don't have a beef against Newsmax at all. I don't. Other than the fact that the the guy who runs it donated to Hillary Clinton for so many years, but... That's besides the point. You want to donate to somebody, that's that's all on you, you know? We all make mistakes in our life. But the fact that their audience voted Mike Pence in a tie with Ron DeSantis lets me know that I made a right choice in not watching Newsmax. Now, Newsmax might be good in its entirety, and you guys might like it, and I'm not saying you should not watch it. All I'm saying is for me and my personal beliefs, There's a reason I don't watch him. Because that's odd to me. Mike Pence? Somebody said strictly OAN. I urge you to go and watch America's Voice News, too. I watch America's Voice News all day. I'm, I'm, who knows? I might even be doing some contributing for them in the future. Who knows? Um, guys, make sure you visit JeremyHarrell.com. Check out the new Armor of God gear that's there. Hopefully, we're going to put up the new one over the weekend. Check out the MAGA gear, the Pro-America, America First gear. Every bit of that helps me continue to go along on my journey, fight censorship, open up more platforms. Um, also, if you can, consider becoming a monthly or one-time donor. If you are a donor or a monthly donor, you're going to start getting a little bit of uh, perks, I guess. You're going to start getting some behind-the-scenes footage, some behind-the-scenes pictures. You'll be getting sent um, some stickers here very soon some swamp swamp donkey democrat stickers in the mail so i'll be asking for all of your uh, um all of your uh, uh addresses to send them to and um also guys you can listen to all my music there you can watch old videos you can listen to old pa- uh, podcasts and it's just a great place to be sign up for the newsletter and what can i say this is we're, we're here because of you okay so thank you so very much i will see you tonight at 5 p.m eastern time for more Live from America with your host, Jeremy Harrell, the Hip Hop Patriot. Remember, there are right ways, there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out and your head up high, because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever, ever prosper. Have a great day, and we'll see you tonight for more Live from America at 5 p.m. Eastern Time. Have a great day, guys. Right.